That was sick. You get a remote. You get a remote. <laughs> they uh, call me Oprah. Oprah Whoopi Goldberg. Han. Han. I did not change any setting on my camera. Good. Um, Brad has been my savior in this business because not only has he read all the Harry Potter books and his whole family's into it, so like I have that. Didn't Connor like Harry Potter? But he he's not he's not as into it. He hasn't read all the books. That's you a different level. It's a different level. Understand. Just read them on audiobook. I, I will give you, you know Connor. I know. I will give you my Audible login if you want to listen to them on audio. It's been a great time in the car. You have an Audible subscription? Yeah. I love Audible, man. Um, not a sponsor. Could be though. Should be though. <laughs> That's Amazon. That's tough. Are um, we t- are we bantering or is this no. is this pre show? Mm, we might keep this. <laughs> but the other thing I realized about Brad is I, his kids came in and were playing Minecraft on their Switch, and I walked over there and wowed them with my knowledge of Minecraft. And he was like, I told them that, and he was like, well, they should, he's like, they should, you know, they should be too surprised because being, you know, his wife, they play Minecraft with them sometimes. And he was like, he was like, you know, I was an original beta tester for Minecraft. Yeah, that was so cool. <laughs> it's like... Gosh dang it, Brad. Would you like to get married? <laughs> That's pretty cool. Brad's, you, Brad's got you all can't the cool marry, stuff going on. You hmm? can't marry Brad because me and Brad are already getting married. No, he... That's a ruse. You don't understand that the is connection a ruse. that Brad and no, I have. No, yeah. That, he's got you right where he wants you. He just wants, <laughs> he just wants the alimony. Ask him. He's right there. Brad, <laughs> Brad you ever heard of alimony? You do you just want it? They're fighting over who's marrying you. Oh! You just got wrecked, Trevor. Dang. It's because it's because we look so alike. <laughs> oh, right. That's fair. Okay, fair enough. That's fair. <laughs> I told them I was going to marry you because. You were my savior in this office because you were the first person to like have read Harry Potter and be into Minecraft. Silas is into Minecraft too. Yeah. Credit where credit's due. But you had the double factor. That's true. And that was big for me. We do have a lot of common interests, I will say. Yeah. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Got Bush? Well, you definitely do if you haven't tried the best products from our sponsor today, Manscaped. Taking control of your bush is important and these products are so good, you can be showing pride in your bush-free yard. Save big and... Be the most hygienic version of yourself by using the code BANTER20 for 20% off and free shipping over at manscaped.com. Whether you're looking to go bald like an eagle or just in need of a safe trim, Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full body grooming game. The grooming package I highly recommend personally is the Performance Package 4.0, which comes with the Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is a Bush's worst nightmare. That's the hair, not the skin, because it has proprietary skin-safe technology with its ceramic blade, and there's also no need for night vision goggles because this thing's got an LED light to help you mow the lawn. Hunter, have you ever cut yourself with advanced skin-safe technology? I can't say I have. Oh, I sure haven't either, Hunter. Go ahead. Mm. Well, there you have it. If you want to be like us, then head over to Manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code Banter20. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code Banter20 at Manscaped.com. Huge thanks again to Manscaped for supporting the show and the chaos. That is the bogey bro banter. Let's do it. Take let, me tell about, let me talk about my first Minecraft experience and how traumatic it was. <laughs> so we were doing yeah, this. Talk about how you play a child's game and got scared. <laughs> did I get scared? That's that's not kind. Is that what happened? Well, what happened? What, did, what was the emotion you felt? Hopelessness? Confusion? Bored out of my mind. Oh, boredom. Well, I mean. This is what happened. Let me tell you the story. That's your own fine arts mind not let me being tell you creative the story. enough. So essentially what happens is we are doing this weekly stream. Right, uh, foundation gaming. We were streaming on Twitch every week, and <laughs> super cool. Everybody Tuesday. loved it. <laughs> and and Trevor, no, it was like we hey, actually had a decent little community. We had a going. few hundred right. Right. that would watch us. Um, and Trevor was like, "Hey, super stoked! Let's play Minecraft." So it was me, Trevor, Silas, and Trevor's brother Tyler. Squad. I had hadn't played Minecraft since I was in like fifth grade. Um, let's the preamble to the story is that Hunter was talking crap the entire time. Like he basically well, going I hated into it, Minecraft. going into this game, he was wishing to hate this game. So he wasn't like I knew I didn't like. He wasn't game. like, oh, I'm gonna try and enjoy it. It was like I'm just getting ready to crap on it. Well, my question, why we were going into it, I was like, what's the point of the game? And we all do, that. and there wasn't a point of the game. There is lots of points that we. Explain. I was like, how do I win this game? You can win the game. You, no, that's not what I was told. Yeah, I was told you, there's not you really go to a the end. Win. We definitely told you. Anyway, so I spawn in. My, I have first off, I downloaded the wrong Minecraft. That was the funniest thing ever. There's two Minecrafts, 
And then everyone acted like I was the idiot for not knowing which one to pick. Mm, don't want to say I don't want to say we act like you're an idiot. It was more like I was just like I can totally. I think I was more like I can totally see how you would have done that. You said that after you made fun of me for about ten minutes because I just <laughs> it was just so funny to me because like the, the, everyone was, was so like f- everyone was like why on earth would you do- download that it, version? I was like no, why wouldn't I download I didn't that say version? That. I was just laughing because it was so. You funny. did say that. No, it it's was, on stream. <laughs> I didn't. I don't think I was. If I did, I was wrong to say like, "Why would you?" Because I I could totally see why. I just thought it was so funny that you were already like not wanting to buy the game, and then you bought the the Microsoft version. Instead First of off, I thought it was version. a free game. It used to be a free game. No, surely. Well, maybe in its classic phase, but then it was in beta. So like, I don't. So what? What did I download? You I got, went over here you and got, I hit get Minecraft. You downloaded the version that computer. So there are two versions of Minecraft. Although I think they're merging them right now. I think they're in the process. Um, there there's is, only one version on their site now. So I think they merged them. So there is... Why Like, why was there ever two versions of Minecraft? Because when they... So they had the computer version, and when they first developed the version for console, it was behind the computer version because the, the graphics capabilities of the Xbox 360 obviously weren't there. And then what they did is they made that console version. That was cross-compatible with uh, eventually the Pocket Edition in your phone and all the other consoles. And then they even made a version of that one that you could play on your computer, but it was a little bit behind the computer version and updates. But then they finally caught it up. But the then, way they named it... they merged it. Yes, confusing. They named so it so confusing. that the one, I, the one that so sounded confusing. like you wanted to download was the, apparently the wrong one. Very confusing. So I, I downloaded that one. I definitely confusing. would not. We start. Known. I download. Yes. Pop in the game. So and they keep though. trying to tell me how to d- jump in. And I'm, I'm like, like add this I'm like, yeah, there's there, that option you're telling me isn't there. And they're like, oh, Hunter's so stupid. Can't figure out to get. I'm like, look, look my menu. I can't get to where you're telling me to go. It's not there. <laughs> and then his brother finally goes, did you download the Java version or whatever it was? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, what an idiot. No, you got the mic- bad start. The Microsoft edition. Yeah, that's what I freaking got. Why wouldn't I? We're all edition. playing on Microsoft. We're all playing even, on PC. It may even be called Bedrock Edition at that point. I forget what they're called. No, it was definitely the Microsoft Edition. It doesn't matter. It was confusing. I agree. to me, I was like, no, no, made perfect sense. Why yeah. would I get the Java Edition? Absolutely no, no, like. Well, that's not what happened. No that problem night. there. I would have everyone. Done the same thing so starting starting off, everyone's making fun of me for that. Then we jump into the game. Poor Hunter. I again haven't played Minecraft ever. At like, I'm playing Minecraft. Like I'm gonna sit down and play this game. I've only ever played it on our school PCs with like a few of my friends, and none of us knew what we were doing. So it was a great time because like mm-hmm. when everyone's at the same level, doesn't know what they're doing. Oh, so when, great time. when people don't, you don't know what you're doing. It is fun. Yes, but so I jump in. <laughs> I jump in. That contradicts. The rest everyone of the story. knows what they're doing, so they all run off and leave me. Mm-hmm. So now they're all doing stuff and collecting stuff. I don't even know how to craft. I don't know crafting table. I don't know how to build one. I don't know how to build anything. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what resources I need. So I'm just there with my hands. I'm like, oh yeah. Chop wood. Woo! What a fun freaking game. This sucks. <laughs> and so then the whole time, I'm like, this is miserable. And they're just running off doing stuff. They're like, we gotta do stuff, honey. You gotta do stuff. I'm like, do what? I still don't get the point of the game. No one's explained I mean, to me anything. That's just the difference. And they just leave me. That's the difference then, between gamers, though. And like, then, for no, me, that's the enjoyment no. of that game The enjoyment for, me. for you was you probably played alongside friends at the same time no, they were learning with you. Did not. When I started playing that game, my buddy and I got on the Xbox. We had no idea how to play. That's exactly what I just said. You started playing the game at the same time as people who also didn't know uh, how to play. I understand what you're saying. So you discovered it with someone. Okay. I jump in. Everyone runs. It's like, it'd be like if you went out and played disc golf. Mm-hmm. You have a starter set. Yeah. We're all, and then you have three Paul McBeths, but we're all jerks. So we're not going to teach you how to play. Yeah. So I'm throwing 600 feet and you're throwing 100 feet off the tee. And you're like, I don't get how you throw 600 feet. You're like, dude, just catch up. I'm 600 feet down the fairway, no, fricker. Well, and then you just walk down the fairway and leave me. Well, Does that sound like fun to anyone? It's a little different. Of course not. Tyler Staub, Trevor's brother, was my savior. He kept coming back and helping me through the game. Did I enjoy Minecraft? Not even for a millisecond did I have fun playing so, that game. So it didn't it matter. Sucked. So you no, can't really be mad I would have, if Connor and I hopped on Minecraft right now, I would mm-hmm. probably have the time of my life. What? Because Connor would probably be about the same as me. You probably do. And you he have, also has a personality type that he's going to make sure I have fun. You would only have the time of your life out of spite. You would not enjoy the game if you didn't enjoy it. If I discovered it with someone at the same time as them, I would probably like that game. You... The things that you said about Minecraft on stream contradict that statement so hard. Like you talked about that game as if you could never enjoy it because of what it was. So, well, I don't like I so don't like games that don't have. That a point. is a very contradictory statement. I don't to what like you've games. Said. I don't like games that don't have a point. Like you're not like oh I'm like yeah. I also never like career modes of anything ever. Yes. Yeah, so you basically just don't have a very creative brain. 
I think I have a Not very creative, creative brain. brain. You don't have an imagine a big imagination because like that's no, what I have you a ma- like, all that I have in life is an imagination. Well, that's what you need to play career mode and type games like that because you need to be you need to fill. I in said the blank. campaign mode. That's why I hate campaign oh, mode. You said career mode. <laughs> you said career. You mode. did say career mode. Uh, I meant ca- campaign. I, yeah. No, I hated cam- I hated career mode too in like NBA Two K and stuff. Yeah, I didn't like where there's like a story. I just have to follow it. I liked like going online and just free world, do what I want to do. Well, most career modes there wasn't a story. But though. Minecraft, I didn't like because in Team Deathmatch, in Assassin's Creed, in whatever, there's an objective. We're all working towards one there thing. There's literally a list of objectives in Minecraft. No one showed me that. Menu. No one showed me that. <laughs> I asked multiple times, what's the point of this game? And they all said, you got to get to the end. We have to build this, get to a portal, yeah. and then get to the end. So the I'm objectives like, we told you. Okay, but like, wh- then what? And they're like, well, then you're just in the game. I mean, so you never beat it. They're like, well, I mean, you can beat game. it, but like, no. Like, you're still there. So like what, what, what like happens a, after you beat the game? What I think the perfect game is a game that you can beat it and then if you still want to play it, you can play it. In but the then what's the point? You, what's the point? Because it's a creative game. There's so many things you can build and explore and do like you can you can make automated farms. Minecraft. Like there's a lot of stuff you can do. Minecraft, I, if, if I was small, if I was developing energy. If I was developing my brain and you know I needed to like grow I was like a fifth grader, you know, really immature, picking my nose, getting it stuck in between the keys. I might like Minecraft. That's when I started playing Minecraft. That's fair. The no only- wonder you like it. Yeah. Now imagine if when you first started playing Minecraft, your dad was playing and he was like, son, you're an idiot because you don't know how to build a crafting table. And I'm already over here <laughs> and I've got everything developed. You suck at life, you little fricker. That sounds you probably right. would have hated it. That sounds about right. <laughs> like, and that's what happened to me. I'm sorry. Don't be. Okay. This I is why we be. don't stream I'm, anymore. I'm not sorry. Because the only game I liked on stream was Rocket League, and Trevor just didn't like it. That's not true. I liked Rocket League. I just didn't. He's like never the, wanted to play it. No, it's because we played it every week for like probably six weeks in a row, yeah, and it was for two hours at a time. I love Rocket League. And what happened with Rocket League is I would enjoy it. The problem with Rocket League was I only it was a it's a very steep learning curve game it, because to get the skill gap is insane in Rocket League. So I was only able to play video games once a week when we stream. I don't have time for that. So. I wasn't going to get better at the game in the two hours. I was play. getting better. I was getting so marginally better. And also like I was never going to be able to learn game mechanics. Like I could get coordinated within the game, but I was never going to learn like really complicated mechanics. So like it just frustrated me that like certain teams popped up and I just knew I was never going to be able to beat them because I couldn't practice enough. Now certain games like apex, I really enjoyed playing. I'm like, listen, I miss gaming. I, I hopped on my PlayStation last night, like very briefly, to play a game of FIFA because I probably haven't touched it in three months, and had a great time. I still have a lot of time for it. I wish I did. Remember that time I beat you in FIFA on stream? That didn't happen. People that can didn't. go back and look at it. I went up like two. I've two gotten one. I have, two zero. Oh. You got you went up one zero, oh, and I beat you nine one. I think I went up two one. Maybe doesn't matter. I won by like seven. You did win by a lot. The pro- I actually have gotten a but lot. But we'll always have that moment where I was like I wouldn't beating even, him and he was getting real stressed. <laughs> I, was, I, I would. Stream. He was stressed. They can watch the stream. So yeah, like, and you they, were stressed out of your mind. Okay. Um, Dude, your thigh light's sick, Connor. I've <laughs> gotten way worse at FIFA. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I've discovered in my absence. I would not even claim to be like that good anymore. You just lose it. Do you guys know that I'm, I'm, I'm talking about something that's different now. Oh. Do you guys, do you guys know whenever you like where it's whenever you take somebody out to play disc golf and they're like very new to it, like you're basically the one introducing them to it, mm-hmm. and uh, that the like time occasionally whenever they just like get super beginner's luck and play really well and you play really bad and they beat you. Yes. No. Like on a kid, oh, like like, you, like they actually like on beat a hole? you on a hole or the whole like, round? Not necessarily the whole round. I mean, just like they're just doing really good to where it feels like you're just like, yeah, I suck. No, no, it's not around me. I'm just trying. I've I'm, seen them like I've I've had I've taken people out before and they've like hit like a I sixty have, footer. I have certainly lost to people that are worse to me, but never somebody I've taken okay. out as a yes. Beginner. See, that's what I'm talking about. Not not necessarily like it's their first time, but they're. They're new to it. Well, the reason I lose... If you go to Peaks View, I could lose to anyone any day. Yes, yeah. so that's what I'm talking about. I'm saying like that feeling but if, whenever if I, you if lose someone, to somebody that's worse than you. If someone beats me yes. at Peaks View and they rub it in my face, I say, let's go to New London. Or it used to be East yeah. Campus. I said, let's go to East Campus then. I'm and they'd say, be like, no. And I'd say, why? And they're like, because you're going to beat me. I said, because I'm better than you. And they're like, yeah. I was like, okay. Then you can't rub it in my face. I'm just saying that to well, say I that I got to experience the feeling of being the new person. 
uh, because I've always just been the person that's been playing disc golf for a while, and then I go play with people who've been playing for like a year, and then I just get beat and I get upset. But I went fishing the other day, and I'm very new to fishing. And this guy has been fishing for a very long time, has all the rods and all the bait and everything. And it was me and another guy who like don't ever go fishing. And we both caught like six fish each. And the guy that was like, it's like his thing. Like he loves fishing, caught like a fish. And it was very funny. And it was really funny because I was like, I have never understood what it's like to be Who caught the biggest fish though? Oh, the other guy. <clears throat> the not the not the guy that's been playing for a while, but the other not okay. much of a fisher guy. Because if you only caught one and it was the biggest, then it's like you know. It was just really funny. It was just really funny because it felt like that situation where like I I go play disc golf with somebody who's been playing for like you know like a little less than a year. Well, fishing and like I'm kind of like fishing's all luck. <laughs> it's a lot more. It's a lot of luck. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Fishing's definitely than disc a lot golf. Of luck. It's well, it's more luck than disc golf. Yeah, it's but, a lot of luck in general. Yeah, it's definitely more luck than. You can have knowledge that'll help you, but know. at the end of the day, you're relying on a third yeah, party I would to say, bite your bait. I would say the difference, not, yeah, but, the difference but you, between fishing is you can have every bit of knowledge there is, and you can still not get a bite because the fish didn't decide to bite. Whereas disc golf, you can be as good as you want, and like you are in control of the disc. Yeah, but yeah, that's true. It's just a lot. It's just a lot less. It's just a lot more of like a. Um, like understanding your surroundings, kind of. Yeah, thing. but like fishing, hunting, all of that requires luck. Yeah. That being said, I would still be a sad luck, boy yeah. if I were a really good fisher and my buddies who don't fish that much caught more fish than me. I would be. I sad. just thought it was a funny situation. No, no, I've been in that exact be, scenario multiple. But boy. like the thing with fishing is like, it, it doesn't like once you have the right equipment, it doesn't really take much more than that. So like, if you're not on a even on a boat with like a fish finder, there's knowledge that you can have. But like if you take people out fishing and you're all fishing the same lake, it's just who's biting what. So like I, I've taken, well, you know, well, it, I've taken plenty of people out that know a lot less about fishing than me. And I've never once been embarrassed because they caught more fish than me. Because I'm like, yeah, I brought you to the spot. Like we're here, we're all fishing. Spot. Yeah, no, I mean, but it's definitely like having more knowledge about it is more likely to get you a bite. Yeah, but you still can't control because you know what kind of bait. To th- yeah, but it's still yeah. Be able to set that hook, man. Well, it's because you're dealing. It's because you're. It's a different kind of. I mean, I don't. They call fishing a sport. I'm not. I don't. It not, is a sport. Yeah, I call it a sport. Okay. Well, it's the, it's it's a sport, sport that relies See, on another live object. Fishing and hunting is which, like, sports. which makes it they're more like, like games. It's like the original sport, you know. Yeah. Well, that is actually that's very true. So, but you're relying on another living thing, so it's less. Predictable. I mean, all sports require luck to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say all sports require luck. Well, require involve luck. Yes, require luck. No, you don't need luck to shoot a basketball into the hoop. It, re- but the game involves luck because you will get lucky breaks. Yeah, I think the team that's getting a lot of times, if it's two evenly fishing. matched teams or two evenly matched anything in sports, the one that gets lucky yes, wins. Yes, but fishing, like literally to have a fish bite your hook, that that is like probability yeah. is required. But that's what I'm saying. It's like luck is a part of sports. Yeah. Luck is fishing and hunting. You can know all you want. Just like poker. You can know all you want, but if you get dealt the wrong hand, you're going to lose. Well, not you can only be so good at poker. You, yeah, mm. I mean, you're, you 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 can. If, if you were the best poker player in the world, you would never lose. Then, but the best poker player in the world is yeah, going to lose right. because it requires luck. Yeah, no, there's definitely luck involved. In like poker. if you just get dealt bad hand after bad hand after bad hand, you can't help that. Yeah. So it doesn't true. matter how much you know about poker. There's going to be times where like someone who well, has a lot less bet. just keeps getting. Well, yeah. We've all played poker until and like you, had your they mom raise the just keep getting. <laughs> yes. But so, yeah. sometimes, like I've played poker, my mom has to have the cheat sheet in front of her. And she just keeps getting dealt hands that like yeah. I can't touch. Mm-hmm. Literally, we just doesn't played, matter we just what happens. Played poker to me. at the beach and like f- I you flipped a table over it. No, <laughs> I had we were playing with um, this guy Ray who is like a pretty he's very knowledgeable about poker. He's kind of a shark. And then we were we were bringing people in that just from my family that had never played before, giving him the cheat sheet like that. I you very seldom see like full houses get dealt in twice. Twice in one sit down, this guy got bad beat on a full house like that, that somebody caught on like the, I think the turn or the river both times, like just completely. That's luck. what I'm saying. Like, like you can be already, as good at poker yeah, as Yeah, they want. had already bet super big and then they catch a card and like, oh, it's disgusting. You like, can get, you can uh, definitely That's how get I view beats. fishing. It's like, you can be as good as fishing as you want. Just some days fishing. Apparently what they do at some casinos, I didn't know this, is they have a bad beat pot 
to where like a certain percentage goes to the bad beat pot. And if you lose a, if you lose like on somebody just catching a card, luckily like that, and it's just like an awful beat, there's nothing you could have done about it. You get the bad beat pot. So like you get That's some consolation. Uh, I think it's and the whole point of the casino is, is that random flip, the random luck. Well, yeah, but no, the other, <laughs> no, well, the, other the person, the other person That's still gambling. wins. <laughs> no, I mean the other, the other person still wins. It's more, it's, it's when, more. When are they going to set up a bad beat pot on roulette? And it's like, you bet black, but if it lands on red, you get the little well, side pot. There's a big difference. There's a big difference. I, I didn't that, invent it. <laughs> I no, think that you did. I think that with things like fishing, you can have you can say like the fish aren't biting, which is like a good general term. But really, I think that mostly it's that you haven't found where the fish are biting, because like the fish are biting somewhere. Like they're gonna bite somewhere. You just didn't, you're extent, just not at the right spot of the lake. There's just some days where like yeah, it's cloudy, overcast, raining, perfect conditions, and like mm-hmm. you could be everywhere in that lake, and the fish just aren't biting. Might be because there's enough frogs and stuff in there that they're full when they're literally just not biting yeah it's just like there's some days where you can go out and have like everything perfect that's why professional i guess i guess the the, again professional fishing the person knew the most about fishing would always win yeah but they don't because there's luck yeah i guess i was just thinking like i whenever you just say luck it just makes me i guess i don't really like the word luck I think that it's just a lot of different things built up to make a scenario where the fish weren't biting because they were, you know, fishing it was definitely the requires luck. There's no way around it. I don't like the word luck. Well, it's probability then. Yeah, the there probability. Is a, there is a probability that a fish is going to bite. That's what luck is. You can, che- yeah, yeah. If you well, hit prob- the probability. Yeah, luck, <coughs> luck is know. hitting your probability. There's if I flip a coin, there's a fifty-fifty shot. I get lucky if it lands on the one I called. Yeah, there's two different. But it's not luck. You can, yeah, you Whenever can, it hit the table, it hit a certain way, but which made it land. You can on think of heads. luck, but I got lucky. Hunter's, I know. I just Hunter's don't like not, the word luck. Hunter's not considering luck as in like the magical form of luck. He's considering luck as in a word to describe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting the good probability, the one you that, wanted. That's the that's, that's the like hitting there. the lottery is lucky. Yes. Same thing. I, probability. Yeah, I would if I said if I like if I slipped and then like somehow caught myself, I would I would say I got lucky not because something magical happened that like required like happened that I didn't fall like it's not luck the magic mm-hmm. of luck it's that I get the probability of me catching myself was low and it somehow happened that mm-hmm. would be like the luck I would be describing yeah. isn't that everything I for some reason like the, the word probability luck, of me walking outside and Shaquille O'Neal being there is very low right. but if I but walk if outside happened, and Shaq's there, be like I'm the luckiest lucky. person alive I just met Shaq I think I think I just don't like the word luck because it takes like to me it sounds like it takes out the fact that things happen for a reason you like can increase your like, chances. It just of sounds being like lucky. everything. Uh, just like, oh, this might happen. Like, like whoa, whoa, whoa. Paul is luckier than I am at disc golf because he's better than me at disc golf. But the, he's not luckier though. He just can, he is luckier. He, he just can control his probabilities better. Which he's luckier. He gets. He'll get. If I play with him, he'll get better breaks than me. Mm, I mean, that's. I, I disagree. It's a straight with up that. thing. The better you are, the luckier you get. That's literally a phrase. Well, I think well, that's just because yeah. you fear all. That's your why they say less. five-time luck all the time. That's a phrase, but I don't. It's not backed in fact. I think like, you, just, if you watch, like, if you watch really good players play disc golf and really bad players disc golf, sometimes the bad players gets lucky, but the better the good players, if it's their day, they're getting breaks. You're like, how? And, and the what? Frick? Yeah. And how do you describe? And how do you? Because um, he's better. And what? What makes him get better breaks on a disc golf course? Because he's better. I would say that missing big, you get better breaks than missing little. Usually, I don't know though. Usually, if you're bad, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like. There's just some days where people have it, and it's like like eagle. Yeah, on hole eighteen. Some days round you get three. the better breaks, but like those go- I don't. I disagree that you and Paul go out to a course and he's just guaranteed to get better breaks. He's guaranteed to play better, but it doesn't mean he's going to guaranteed get better breaks than you. That, I think even that's, like that's just like mind control at that point. Like, of course, he's not guaranteed to get better breaks. I would say it's he more, might hit a little rock on the on the ground. No, and maybe roll not over. every round, but he's more likely to get better breaks than I am. Any player that's better than me is more likely to get better breaks than I am. Why? Because they're better. Okay, keep going. But what makes you get better breaks on a disc golf course? Because you're better. You're throwing better shots, everything. But better yeah, shots, better shots. miss small, which gives you worse breaks on the disc golf course, is what I'm saying. Like, if you hit a tree small, you're you kicking... You've f- seen it just as much as I am. I I, dis- I disagree with the statement that you and Paul would go out to a disc golf course and he would guaranteed get better breaks. Not guaranteed every round, but if we play 10 rounds, across those 10 rounds, he's going to have more better breaks than me. Why? Because he's better at disc golf. That's not a good argument. That's the only argument I have. The better you okay. are, the luckier you get. Okay. That's I mean, all, that's all it is. There's no fact behind that, though. You're it just, just saying, happens. Okay. I've just right. I've played enough all disc right. golf, and I've played enough like... Okay. That, <laughs> the be- like, Steph Curry's going to get better roles because he's better at basketball. 
Okay, but there's like you could say like because he gets better rotation on the ball. Yeah, like, there's a lot of stuff that goes into why Paul would but get like, better that's, breaks. That's what I want to hear. What's the stuff? Well, like on his putt, he has more control over his putt. So like he puts nose down, he's gonna hit the band and fall in a lot more than me. Okay, because of how I all putt. Right, all right, so that's okay. not that's, that's not luck though. That yeah. is luck. He still hit the band. But I mean, it's but not, like all he, that, that, he hit the band in a way that's more likely to fall in. That's more, more, more likely to fall more in. Likely to chain out. But if it's more likely to fall in, then it's not luck. It is still luck because he still hit the band. So but like, still the chance it's not going to go in. I think that we just view the word luck as as diff, they have different meanings. So like us. if you if there's a 3 out of 4 chance for you and a 2 out of 4 chance for me, we're uh, still both lucky when it hit. There's just less likely I'm going to be lucky. It's not I mean it's not luck. If you get if you make something if it's a 3 out of 4 chance, that's not luck. If you if it's a if it's now if it's like I have a 3 out of 4 chance to hit dead center on this putt, yeah, that's not luck, that's skill. If we both hit band and you have a 3 out of 4 chance of going in, I don't, that's luck. Because we hit band. We did something you we weren't supposed to do, and you're still winning. That's luck. Yeah, I see that. I Listen, that's all I wanted to hear is, like, like I can't like, But that's what I'm saying. It. Yeah. Like, but a, it's a lot more than just putts. Like, his throws probably have more spin and less spin, depending on, like, what shot yeah. he's going for. So, like, he's more likely when he hits to stay in bounds. Listen, me. that's all I wanted to hear. So I that's, feel like... But, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, so, to me, that's round. not luck. The fact that he throws with more spin, so it's, like, kicks No, but, like, if he messes up... He messes up in a way that's more likely he's to crea- succeed. He is creating yeah. better. He's creating odds. scenarios for him to be more lucky. Yes. By the way, he that throws. statement. I would. Yeah, I would say he's not getting better luck. He's creating scenarios where he gets. Yeah. Be- so more across luck. the across the round, if you just watch it objectively, he's going to get luckier. Yeah. Whenever okay, I just I hear the that. word luck, I, I see think that. I that's feel just like how the, sports works. I feel like the word luck the is more are, inexplainable than that. You know, like well, like I feel, when like, I feel like you band, have too much. I feel like your version of luck has too much logic for what luck actually means. No, luck. everything's logical. Yeah, I don't think, but I don't think luck is logical. Luck is always logical. You can I increase think that's your the probability. Well, a lot of people don't consider it logical. Yeah, is what he's saying. Well, no, it doesn't seem logical. Like people, when Paul hits band and it falls in, it's like, how the frick did that go in? Or like he hits a putt on the right side after Gannon spits through, and it's like, how the well, heck? It's like, are, well, he has better pace. There are sports. So he's gonna get for luckier. instance, hockey. Puck luck is a big thing in hockey. Because but are there players that have more puck luck? No. No. Then I don't know what puck luck no, is. No, like puck luck is like, you, you've watched hockey games. That thing sprays all over the place. Sometimes there's just a crazy deflection that happens that nobody was trying to see, and it goes into the perfect part of the net. Yeah. That would be a goal. Where okay, so yeah. So the word luck actually means, according to Oxford languages, uh, success or, fa- or failure apparently brought by chance rather than through one's own actions. Yeah, apparently. No, but it seems to be brought by chance, but your actions no, directly affect that. Chance. No, it says rather than but brought it, by. It but does what was say, the first it word? Does it's say apparently. apparently success or failure apparently, apparently brought. That's the big word. Apparently by chance, you can increase your chances actions. or decrease your chances say, based on your yeah, actions. It doesn't say brought. It says apparently brought. Because so it, it seems like, like it is. Like when Paul hits band, it seems um, like he got lucky, but he increased his chances of getting lucky by the way he puts. I think There's Oxford also has is, a, gives that a loose definition on purpose. Yeah. I mean, another one is uh, considered as a force that causes good or bad things to happen. Right. Considered. So I, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're, I mean, you're, you're right. They, so give, that's it, what, they that's, give it a loose well, that's, definition. That's what I'm saying is that it's your definition of luck it, versus, like, I just don't view, I view luck a different way. To me, luck is more like an inexplainable force that I don't believe in. Yeah. That's just not how I look but at that's it. Not, but, like, luck is a real thing. But it's not inexplainable. You just can increase your chances of being lucky. It's just a well, term. That, that's what like it's just an inter. It's just a term that you can use to describe. Yeah, I like, guess I guess it's, that's just not always the way that I view. I've just what the always word looked at it means. that way. So that makes sense. Yeah, I've just never like obviously you hear people refer to it as like literally just being like a lucky guy having like magic luck. But like yeah. I've just always shot that down. And so for me, because the word luck is used so much in sports, especially. I always have just considered it, you know, what it what it is to me, which is luck. Just, just whenever you use the word luck, it sounds very much like oh, we're just a feather blown through the wind, just like you can't control anything and nothing happens for a purpose. But well, it's like, like if I was a feather I and I chose the headwind, of course I'm moving forward. I <laughs> got lucky, this guy. <laughs> but like that to me, yeah. I guess I guess that's just not what I considered a definition of luck. But it I is think it's because I've always viewed luck through sports. That probably yeah. is it. And luck in sports is very much is like. Of course, Steph Curry got the role. He has a shooter's touch. Mm-hmm. Like a shooter's touch is luck. I hit the front rim and I don't have the luck, same amount of spin and stuff. I'm clanking off. Luck he hits the front rim, too, he's rolling it. You just learned to that view. That makes sense. Because, because as a sports fan, you like have to deal with luck in a painful way so many times when your team's on the wrong side of it. You just 
you early on you accept that it is just a probability because guess what you're going to get a break the next time around yeah like so i think it's yeah when you view it through sports you just kind of immediately <laughs> here's adhere a great to example probability. the way i putt i make a lot of putts low left mm-hmm. y'all like if y'all putt low left a lot of times it doesn't go in sure it's because the way i putt mm-hmm. so if we both hit the same spot you don't go in i go in it seems like i got lucky I kind of did because that's not where I'm aiming. But because of my putting style, I'm more likely to get that break. Yeah, so I don't consider it luck. That's luck. because of it. So that's, but that's not what I was trying to do. I got lucky that it stayed in. Gotcha. I just consider it like you had a higher probability of it staying in because of the way that you putt. But again, I there's a higher probability the, of getting we're, lucky. We're learning that like a lot of like this just is not an, like a conversation worth having because we view the word differently. I now understand your point because you view the word luck in a different way that I do. And I understand that. Now I understand when you say luck what you mean. Touche. I didn't realize anyone viewed it differently. I, well, well, I, just, I, just, I definitely have you been listening yeah. to me? Yeah, I'm just saying like I, <laughs> no, like I just didn't never you, crossed my mind that when people said lucky, they just did, whenever they just thought I don't of like I don't view really, luck. You never you like that. Why do you think people have like their lucky like like lucky charm have? like because like, like when that gives you a sense of confidence, which means it's more likely for stuff to happen. Right? Why does it give them confidence? Because they think it's no. It, because like I had a lucky T-shirt. I had a lucky T-shirt. That's, I always I wore viewed it as a superstitious games. thing because I wore that one thing and then I hit a bunch of threes and I was like, frick yeah, so it was superstitious. Lucky though. T-shirt. And now to you, it might it might have just been more like a thing. Like it's not. Well, like I knew like when I put it on, I just gave me confidence of like. I've done it before in this. I'm about to do right, it again. Right, but there yeah. are genuinely a lot of people out there that hold charms like that because they actually think there is magic behind it. And that's that what I think of when I think of luck. That's why I don't like it because it yeah, doesn't make sense that, to me. I guess so. I mean, so, you, you've seen the, you've seen. The I world. just every time I view every <laughs> like, time I view that, I'm just like, like I just view it as they think they're increasing their probability of hitting of getting lucky. Because like whenever someone has a rabbit's foot on their keychain, yeah. gives them confidence. <laughs> no, it's not because it gives, them, it gives them confidence because they think it's magical, not because they're like. <laughs> but it still gives Ooh. them confidence. Like that's what it. Well, yeah, down to. I, that's the end, and result. that's why they're going to end up getting luckier. Yes, in real life, yes. Yeah, but that's in their how mind, I in their it. minds, no. <laughs> it was just a sense of confidence. Um, so you are taking a logical perspective on luck, which I, I take respect, logical perspective on everything. I understand. I understand. I, well, my that's mind what, is very logical. And just to be clear, for when I'm that's why design. that's why I don't typically like the word luck because I don't like that it's like it's very flowy and doesn't really. Have and, and that is fair. I mean, really, it's it's a very. It, I think it's just a convenient word because it's if you either say that or you have to like go into an explanation. Well, I mean, there's not a real definition for it. We just read it. Like there's it's it. You can you literally use the word almost however you want. Because this is also true. It is a pretty loose definition. All right. Anyways. Um, so last night I, um, I've always prided myself as somebody that can sleep anywhere. Like I've always said, like I could sleep on a concrete floor and be fine. Uh And I put that to the test last night because I was my, but everybody in my house has kind of had a little bit of cold, but my son and my wife were like, you know, not, they were kind of out of it yesterday and as in sick. Yeah. Well, like just like not feeling great in general. Um, not like super sick. And then, so I walk in and they're kind of like, they're like both laying in the bed and we hadn't put Brooks to in his bed and like, they're just kind of laying there and they're like, I think Kenzie was like on her phone or whatever. And I was kind of walking around still doing stuff. And then at, at one point they, they fall asleep I was actually sitting on the floor because there was like a pillow on the floor. I don't know why. I just randomly sat on the floor. There was a pillow on the floor. I don't know why. I think it was stretching out my back. And I look up and I notice that they both went asleep right in the middle of the bed, like spread out. Like if I and Brooks had been in a mood because he's not feeling well and a sick baby is not a fun baby. Um, And I just knew if I try to get into that bed and I disturbed them, it was going to be bad. I needed to let them (laughs) sleep. So I literally... I was like, all right, you know, what? I'm just, I'm pretty comfy down here. I'm just gonna grab a blanket and lay my head on this pillow and just, you know, get on my phone for a little bit, whatever. And I would just kind of wait for them to eventually stir, and then Kenzie would probably put Brooks to bed, and then whatever. Well, I woke up at six thirty in the morning, and I was still on that floor. And let me tell you, let me tell you, I slept like a rock. I on love that floor. floors. I love Dude, floors. I slept so good, and I lit. I was laying there, and I was like. It was harder for me to get off that floor, yeah. not because I was sore, but because I was so comfortable exactly. than getting off of my like really nice Were you mattress. laying like, on your back mattress. the whole time or were you laying I, on your side? A little bit of both, man. Oh my gosh. I, Did I, we have carpet on our floors. Like they're pretty soft, but like I was, when I was, I was like, travel, this is great. I had I, my weighted blanket on me. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. 
I was sealed in there that's like a ziplock. So when I would travel for tournaments, I was always the guy that's like, you know what? I'll take the floor, man. Like, I don't I don't know, yeah, I just don't have a problem. People would like be like, no, no, don't have to. Yeah. I'm like, you don't understand. I'm going to be more comfortable on that floor than <laughs> yeah. in the bed every time. <laughs> the floor is, is I not love, bad oh, at all. I love sleeping I, on floors. I woke up and I was like, I was like, and I know Kenzie will be listening to this podcast eventually. And I was like, it wasn't like I even was like just being defiant. Like I'm not going to get in the bed or whatever. I just literally fell asleep there and then I woke up and that was it. And yeah. Dude, Liz has Good been time. having a real hard time sleeping. She's uh, eight and a half months pregnant now. About just about how many eight. weeks, man? Come on, dude, know your weeks. Thirty. <laughs> she's thirty-seven weeks this week. Yeah. So not, I guess, not quite eight and a half. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. About eight and a half. She's over eight months pregnant, so she's very pregnant. Uh, and so now she's at the stage where she is just every day she's uncomfortable. No, no way around it. There's a human oh, yeah. in there moving around, kicking her. Doing, yeah, you know, I that's I a fully that's it. a fully grown uh, boy at that point. Yeah, he's like he's over, he <laughs> he's just chilling. We'll find out today what he weighs this week. But last week he was six pounds, so this week he'll either be six and a half or seven. That's a big boy. So yeah, uh, big baby. Um, so anyways, she has a hard time going to sleep, has a hard time staying asleep because she has to get up to pee so frequently because he's sitting on her bladder. Oh yeah, and then also he's most active at night, obviously. So he kicks her around and stuff like that. So she doesn't get to sleep basically at all. So every morning this week so far, three mornings, I've gotten up and she just looks so comfy. And I'm like, she's out cold. And I'm, she doesn't, she always wants me to like wake her up, tell her I'm going to work, kiss her by, leave. And then she goes back to sleep. Yeah. But these three mornings, I'm like, I don't want to do that. Can't do it. So, well, I've just like gotten closer. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to work. And she like, she's like, huh? I'm like, I'm leaving. And she like, she like kind of opened her eyes and you're like, uh, and then lays back down. I'm like, that worked. Yeah. I'm in the clear. So when I get home and she says something, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I saw you, you woke up. (laughs) My wife and I'm, I'm very careful to always like say goodbye when I leave in the morning. Mm -hmm. But she is so, she is such, I am a like, you wake me up. I'm ready. I'm, I am there. I'm in the moment, no matter how long I've been sleeping. But my wife is like a zombie when she's like Mm -hmm. awakened like that. So she'll appreciate this. No, she knows it, but um, <laughs> like she just she's just not with it immediately, and that's how a lot of people are. But if I just and I've never done this, but if I just left in the morning and then I told her that I said goodbye, she would have no way of recalling it. Like no, because she there, never. I've had conversations. She, where, like, I've never, told, she I've, like, never knows. Woke Liz up, told her bye. Yeah, ta- had a conversation with her of like, yeah. hey, like this is previous, but like, hey, make sure you text me when blah blah blah. blah. And then she forgets and she goes it back all. To sleep. Then I'll get home from work. She's like, why didn't you wake me up this morning and tell me bye? I'm like, I did. I had a whole conversation with you. This is what happened when back when she's like, I don't remember any of it. I'm like, it happened. I've had the same thing happen before. So I definitely, I've I've considered it all three mornings. I don't want to lie to my wife when I get home. I'm like, I swear to you, I'm not gaslighting you. Like I said goodbye this morning. You just were barely awake. I like, if her eyes open and that's, that's a real special treat. (laughs) I, this is so funny because like Gabby, I've never experienced her sleep talking or anything, but the last few mornings, every morning where I wake her up, she just says complete nonsense to me. So like <laughs> yesterday, whenever I walked out the door, she was like, oh, just, just like, you should be fine now. Like I fixed your car. It'll start now. That's so funny. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't question. I was just like, okay, thank you. Appreciate okay, it. Okay, great. And I just walked down the stairs. That's the and best. then the night before that, she was like, um, she was like, Hey, whenever you go downstairs, just you can have some, but don't drink all the Sprite. That's and there's so no Sprite. There's no Sprite funny. in our house. There's not a I single bit of Sprite that. in our house. Sleep like, talk is so okay, funny to me. Okay, all right, thank you. And like, it's just been like stuff like that where like I, she like just oh before you walk out the door, just like know this. I'm like that's all right. So, I had a roommate <laughs> that sleep talked in German, um, Nate Carroll. <laughs> Nate Carroll, and he didn't really know, he didn't know very much German at all. <laughs> And he would sleep talk in fluent German. That's crazy. You would wake up and hear German coming out of his mouth. It was the best. And sometimes we would go like, me and my other roommate would be like, don't worry about it, Nader, bud. Go back to sleep, buddy. Because he he would like sit up too. He would sit up. Oh, it was crazy. That's crazy. Sleep talking is hilarious. My brother, man, he would do it too. I told you about the time I slept talk, right? On the cruise ship? I think I've told on this podcast. I think so. I think I've definitely told it to y'all. We've heard a lot of cruise ship stories. I don't know. Well, I guess I'll just tell it. I don't know if I told it on the podcast. <laughs> Y'all have heard it. I don't really remember it Y'all have well. heard it. Have so I? Just, just... I don't know if I've heard this. Definitely have. I've definitely told the story. Okay. But uh, we were... So we used to go on a cruise ship every year. It was like my family, my cousin's family. Red Bull night. Red Bull yeah, night. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> my cousin's family. And then like all, so, a bunch of our friends from school. Um, so like we bring like two other families, two or three other families with us. And so there was a solid like 20 or so of us that all went on the cruise ship together every summer. For like multiple years in a row. It was great. Well, my whole family didn't go. It was just me, my mom, and my dad. 
because every like all of them were like my age and my brother and sister were like seven years older than me so they didn't go and it was when i was in high school so they were in college so so much basically eighth grade through probably like 10th or 11th grade every summer this that's just what we did go on a week-long cruise to the caribbean it was incredible and it was always me tyler and blaine so me my cousin and one of our friends uh were always in a room and we would always you know every night just you're up late every night there's so much to do on the cruise ship plus like we had just crossed over like the 16 year old threshold was like uh, 11 o'clock curfew on the cruise ship oh heck we yeah. i just turned 16 That's on this one time. so like now we're many golfing at 2 a.m why not mm-hmm. you can so it was I a horrible idea 11 o'clock curfew no i, I crossed 16 oh it's i'm gone now. you know curfew 16 and younger there's a curfew Dude, i want to play mini golf if if mini golf at 2 a.m is what cruising is about then maybe I'm oh there's everything pizza time. 24 hour 24 hour all you can eat pizza buffet if i will go on a cruise with y'all but we need to act like we're kids <laughs> Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's that what awesome. <laughs> well, you also like we would sign up for like family dodgeball and there's this one. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. I want to uh, play family dodgeball. This one guy, um, Mr. Finnerty, he had only daughters. And so but he was very like athletic. He was in the junior Olympics on the volleyball team when he was younger. Oh, Super athletic gosh. guy. Just mm. like an absolute hoss. So he would always do stuff with me, Blaine and Tyler because like it was his chance to like do stuff with like young, like basically like he had mm, sons. The boys. Yeah. And so we would always like, he was on our, vo- on our volleyball team. We would have like, and it was very cheating. He was on our dodgeball team. You'd have like, what cruise adult, line was this? Royal Caribbean. Royal Caribbean. You'd have like one day it'd be like adult dodgeball competition. And it was like bracket style. And so you show up with your team and we just rolled through people. It was incredible. <laughs> Did you win ever? Yeah. Yeah, he also won the belly flop competition. That's that sick. was incredible. That's they had sick. um, That's sick. you like picked your intro song. He came out and danced, and then it was like it was the world, it was the international belly flop championship. That is so dad called. energy that I only can aspire. And to so have. like the, it was at the like Aqua Park thing, and like yeah. it, it was packed. That's like the whole awesome. arena was packed, and so everyone funny. was like chanting his name by the end of it. It was I aspired. He to have became that kind famous. Of like the, that was that was early in the week. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the week, we couldn't go anywhere. Everyone was like, dude, it's a belly flop guy. Dude. I tried to take pictures of him. <laughs> You're on the cruise ship, man. It was incredible. It's a community. Anyways, so... Uh, <laughs> I want to be on one We, now. <laughs> one night, we stayed up late. At night after night after night. We were going to, like, the casino with... Um, dude, cruising sounds around. hype. There's it's a casino, so too? Oh, there's so much. Yeah. And so, we... A lot I, of people I was very sleep deprived. Yeah. Very sleep deprived. And so, I just pass out at, like, 2 a.m., and we're supposed to be up at like seven something for our excursion the next day. Yeah. And so the alarm goes off at seven and I wake up and um, Tyler and Blaine are like, dude, what were you doing last night? I don't think I've heard this story. And I was like, I was doing, I have not I was heard like, I was doing nothing. And they're like, oh, like you having a dream or something? I was like, no. They're like, like you went to bed at two. They're like 4 a.m. We wake up to you screaming. I'm like, okay. And like you said, they're like, you sat up and I was, they're like, you didn't open your eyes, but you sat up. And you were just yelling at us. To, you were like, get out of bed. The ship is sinking. The ship is sinking. We got to go. The ship is sinking. <laughs> and like, so we kind of panicked and got up. And then you just kept saying it. He goes, and then I know where you sat. You stopped. And then you just threw your head back Bro, and fell back asleep. what the <laughs> frick? And they're like, you didn't, they're like you, didn't, you didn't move anymore. And like, so we, they apparently like got up, like looked around. And they were like, the ship's not sinking. Like there's no alarms going off or anything. And then they went back to bed. I would like, be freaking out. I'd be like, what the heck? I was like, I don't remember any of that. That's my only time I ever know that I knew that I've like sleep talked. But yeah, apparently you just Cruising sat up and Hunter, was dude, yelling at him. The, breed, man. just was yelling at him that the ship was sinking. I, ever, I will go on a cruise. Like, I've always been like not interested in cruising, but if we can if we can play family dodgeball. Oh, family dodgeball, dude. family basketball, all, all, the, golf, all the shows on lining. there. There's there's comedy shows. There's dude. like all your Broadway esque shows. Life, dude. It's a, it's the way to, it's, it, fun, it's the way to do a vacation with a family. Cruise life, bro. Once well, our once our kids get like yeah, I say it does not sound like the way to do it with an infant. No, once your <laughs> once our kids get like five to seven, yeah, Disney cruise. That's the way to Disney go. Disney cruise. When I was in like I never my, done Disney. My cruise. aunt and uncle met on a, working on a Disney cruise line. I'm, I'm, I know all about the Disney Heck cruise. Yeah, when sick. I was in like fourth grade, that's so cool. I, we took my best friend Chip, uh, Chip and his Chip. mom and me and my mom, and we went on a Disney cruise. And it was incredible. They, Disney uh, has like their own private islands you go to. Oh so it's yeah. like only Disney there. They uh, So on the Disney cruise ship, the employees um, have like code names for certain stuff that goes down. And like if somebody poops in the pool, the code name for that is Winnie. Because <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. That's very funny. That's, That's funny. Just a little Disney tidbit That's for you. <laughs> yeah. One time whenever we were on, I've, I've only been on two cruises, but 
one of the ones I was on, my family was like, we all got back from doing something. I don't know, probably from, I don't know what happened, but everybody was like in the room, like taking showers and getting, getting ready and everything. And I was, we set our Eno up out on the balcony and we were like a lower balcony. So like, we were like, you could see the water very clearly, obviously. And like, so I, I spent a lot of the cruise. Anytime we went to the room, I was on the balcony staring at the water because I was just in amazement with how turquoise blue it was. Where'd like, you go it just, cruising? The Caribbean. The Caribbean. Um, and it, I was just like blown away by the water. It was crazy. And so we set up like our Eno from like pole to pole out there on this little tiny balcony. And, um, and I just like laid in it and I ended up falling asleep and it was like perfectly sunny and everything whenever I fell asleep. I like wake up by my arm smashing into the rail and I wake up and it's like a complete storm out there, like a hurricane. Like I look over the edge and the water's hitting the side of the boat and crashing all the way up to our balcony. And like I'm like getting wet and it's That's pouring so down rain. Fun. It's like <laughs> lightning. And so I'm also just like terrifying. And the Eno was like rocking like this on the balcony. You I thought for sure I was about to get thrown over the balcony. So I'm like, I wake up and I'm like freaking out. I'm like, we're all about to die. And then I went to the door and I'm going to go pull on, open it. And it was locked. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked in the window and there was no one in our room. Not a single person in there. And I was like, where the crap did my family go? How long have I been asleep? I, in, in my head, everybody's already on lifeboats and they left me. <laughs> and so I'm just sitting there like freaking out, like knocking on the door, like trying to see if someone can hear me. And then my dad walked out of the shower with the towel on and he opened the door for me. He was like, oh, the girls just like went to go like shopping or whatever. That's I was like, okay, well, let me in, please. <laughs> it was, Dude, it was very funny. Life, we, um, for my sister's graduation present, um, we all went on an Alaskan cruise. So we went up to Seattle, got on a cruise. I went to uh, like well, I've heard two things Alaskans in Alaska and then Canada. And then back to Seattle. I want to cruise the Mediterranean. And uh, yeah, no, that's the way to do it. But, so um, bad. We one of the nights on the cruise out there, a big storm hit, and the ship we were on was a lot smaller than the cruise ship we've been on before, so you could feel it a lot more. And then we went up on the top deck because like dinner was like near the top deck, and my brother mm-hmm. and I were like, we got to go out there. Like it looks wild, mm-hmm. and we went out, and it was like. I've never been in wind like this before. It was yeah. literally like you could like Michael Jackson lean into mm-hmm. the wind and it would hold you. So you just like spread your <laughs> arms crazy. out and you would just lean and you were just like suspended. Like it felt like you could fly. Jimmy, I didn't do this. Jimmy would like would jump and hold his hands out and he would just get carried back. That's like incredible. part of it was it's the bizarre. ships moving forward, but then also yeah. the wind. It was wild. So he's like standing where you are jumping. Woo, and he was like back like 10 feet. It was what? crazy. It was it's, crazy. The wind at the front of the boat is crazy. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. But uh, yeah, we went on that cruise. And then we went to every year. We went um, the Oasis of the Sea was the one we went on. And that went to like Jamaica, Bermuda, like Caribbean areas. And then my senior year, we went to Greece for our trip, our senior trip. And we went to we got on a cruise in Turkey. And then it was a very small cruise. There wasn't a lot of activity. There was like one dining hall, one like party room, club. And one room for like board games, and the rest oh, was just that's lame. Yeah, but I mean, it was like we you were never you didn't have a day at sea. It was like oh. you, so you wake up somewhere, spend the day there, get on the boat, go to sleep, wake up somewhere else. So okay. you weren't really on the boat for Fair much. Enough. You were on the boat for for dinner and sleeping. That and is, we went to like yeah. Mykonos, Santorini. I've and, always wanted um, to go to Santorini. One other place. That is the in thing. Greece. If I were going on a cruise to the Mediterranean. I'd want it to be like that. I wouldn't yeah. want to be tempted to stay on the ship because I no. I would want to explore. Well, that's what like the Caribbean. You want to be you want to be on the yeah, ship because exactly. like you have a day at sea. And, like there's a lot of like yeah. There's also like trips through Europe where you go like through a canal, and like but those those are more like the the ship is just for you to eat dinner, hang out at night. Yeah. It's sleep, transportation. Wake up and then you have yeah. You know, from we wake up all day at this new place. Right. And it was that I really that cruise. That was my wife's first and only cruise. Um, the we Turkish were, we one? We weren't married at the time, obviously. She was just in my class. We were dating at the time. She hated it. So I can't. it's hard for me to convince her to go on a cruise because it was a very small ship. Uh-huh. And so it was very rocky. Gotcha. Like you'd get off and you'd I feel like that. the ground was still moving. That makes it so much very fun much. to me. Because like the Oasis of the Sea is essentially a skyscraper. Yeah. At, you don't feel a thing. Yeah. Like you just are in a hotel. Yeah. You forget you're on a boat. Mm-hmm. This boat, you didn't forget you're on a boat. Mm-hmm. We were dancing to... Uh, Miss Jackson by the Outcast, and only, it was very hard to dance. My only real experience of cruises is um, from watching Sweet Life on Deck. Heck yeah. 
Just like that. Looked like a good time. What an interesting concept for a show. They were like, let's. They went from the hotel angle straight to the motel to, to the they, Holiday Inn. Yeah, straight to let's just have them go to school on a cruise ship. Like, who pitched that? Kudos. It worked. I liked the show. Maybe because it. It, it was a great show. I loved. I loved it. I mean, maybe the set design was super easy. I don't know. I don't think the set design was super easy. No. Well, I'm saying they didn't have a lot of sets. I think it was oh, just okay. a pretty natural ship. progression. Like, like hotel. Like, what's the next thing? Hotel at sea. It wasn't yeah. a hotel. Well, I guess it was kind of a hotel. I mean, cruise, cruise, ship hotel cruise ships are basically hotels. Yeah. It was an easy progression. And so I guess that's where it went. And then they were like, well, I guess we'll just have them do school on the boat, too. What a fascinating show. What really. a great show. I would say Sweet Life is probably, as far as Disney Channel shows of that era are concerned, I saw a, uh, tough to beat. I saw mm-hmm. a joke from the Sweet Life uh, that was, I forgot how funny it was. It was, um, when Cody dyes his hair and it like turns out like bright red mm-hmm. and he's like, you're supposed to be honey missed Auburn. And then Zach's like, well, honey, you missed Auburn by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, dude. There, there's some good jokes on that show. And Arwen was really funny. And the lifeguard. Irvin? Irwin? Ir- Arwen. His name was Arwen. Wasn't Irwin? No, it was Arwen. I'm almost positive. The like mechanic guy. Yeah, his name is Arwen. Look it up. Arwen was really funny. Esteban was was really funny. And the lifeguard that was like super dumb was really funny. But it's definitely Arwen. (laughs) Oh, if you search it, it's two. It is Arwen. Yeah, it corrected it for you. No. If if you start typing it. It said, did you mean Arwen at the top of that search? No, but like if you type there, well, now it's not going to come up because it's recent. Well, yeah, because people probably like you. That's what I'm saying. Look, right there. Irwin, Arwen. They're both up there. It doesn't change which one's correct. No, Arwen was right. I'm just saying it's a common it's a common thing that people must think. No, I've never heard it. You just did. <laughs> never heard of it. They just it's because Google heard your voice. <laughs> you can't really argue against it. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's it, that is based on recent searches. I have seen crazier. Be. I've seen crazier things. <laughs> I've seen crazier searches than that come up on uh, on devices. I mean, it's a what? fact. Your phone's listening. Let's to play you. a game called "What Is in This Office Is Definitely <laughs> Listening to Us." I'll start. Connor's Alexa. Definitely listening to us. Well, most of the time, all of our give, phones um, definitely listen. The to phones us. you give permissions to in your apps. I don't really think those matter. It doesn't. Yeah, they're gonna listen anyway. I don't think it matters. Well, I'm saying yeah. like if anyone tries to tell you your phone's not listening to you, it's literally like every app asks yeah. permission yeah. to have yeah, access yeah. to your all that phone's stuff. listening to you. The My Alexa's thing is, listening to you. We had this conversation somewhat previously. I don't know if it was on the banter. I'm all for it. I don't care. If I don't give two fricks. If no. my phone can like, if my phone is going to make my life easier. If I'm like, dude, I, I wonder if there's any good coffee shops around here. And then I, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to just scroll I'm on Instagram. I'm not talking and then, about uh, anything nearly important enough. That's what I'm saying. Like, and nobody cares about me sitting at home talking about whatever it is I talk yeah. about with my family. Nobody gives a rip like, about I get, that. I get where people say it's like invasion of privacy I, oh, it definitely and all is, that stuff. But then we can't 100%, stop it. <laughs> 100%. But here's my thing. Is if it's going to save me having to Google where the next coffee shop is and maybe even offer me a coupon... This is what my dad doesn't like, like about I it. I like targeted marketing. Because my dad, he, I had the most old man conversation with him the other day because he said uh, something about, well, yeah, but like, you know, like Google is just like selling all of your information to people. Yeah. And yep. I was like, I was like, yeah, but like, what do you mean by that? And he was telling me about how like he literally, he's been in like with his, with his company, they've come to him and be like, all right, so this is your client that you're going after. This is all of their recent searches. So you can hit you you know all their needs you can sell to them like this way. Yeah. My dad did not like that. He was like, "What the crap?" Because like literally, Google will just sell to companies the like every like all their clients' information so that they can. Better, I would I would never target them, I would which never I think, be say that somebody is wrong or like crazy for think for not liking that. No, I, no, no there's no. such yeah, yeah. grounds. I think there's to a lot like of moral lines. Like yeah. I would never start a company and do that. I just don't care. But yeah, personally, I've, I've used it to market multiple times. No, yeah, I'm just saying, so his, his reason, so I was like, so, like, there's no way to get around that. Like, what do you do? And he was like, well, I use, what's the search engine? Bing. Uh, Bing. No, DuckDuckGo. Duck, <laughs> he said, I use DuckDuckGo. And I was like, <laughs> I literally said, well, I, open, I was like, you use DuckDuckGo? I won't myself. I, and he was like, yeah, I do. He was like, I don't, he was like, here's the thing. It's not that I'm like a conspiracy theorist who like is super big on privacy or anything. He says, I don't like that. Google is selling my information and not giving me anything in return. Well, for but it. here's the issue: is it, it happened he doesn't well like before that. Google. 
well before. But Google has expounded on it the most. I don't even know if that's Maybe. true. My <laughs> grandfather owned a list rental company, which was basically for direct mail. My whole family, mm. my dad, everyone, they, they do direct mail. And I was talking to my dad about like how social media marketing worked. And because mm. I was explaining to him, I was doing a lot of real estate ads and I was running them on Facebook and I was explaining to him, I'm like, dude, this is crazy. Like I can go by zip code, income bracket, your job title, interest, race, age, whatever I want. It has all this information all segmented out. Like I could go people who have visited this site, people who like avoid people who have visited this site. Like yeah. you can segment all the way down. My dad's like, yeah. He's like, well, that's what we do with direct mail. I'm like, no, but like you can't do that. He goes, no, like we know, like he's like, we can go and find what house you used to live at, what you sold the house for, the car you drive, how much you paid for that car, your dental record. Like we, there's a lot of stuff like based on, oh, this company is looking for this type of person mm-hmm. based on all of your purchase history, credit card track transactions, all of this stuff, then they could go find a list. that's like this type of person. This is the type of stuff they'd be into. Here's a list of people that have drive this type of car, spend money at these type of places, all of that. Mm-hmm. It's like all trackable. Well, yeah, information. So that's been going on it, well because my dad yeah, was doing yeah. this. For I would argue years. that Google probably does have the biggest library. Google has the biggest library. Fa- Google and Facebook have yeah. the biggest library. I think that by a long shot. But I'm just saying, has definitely always been valuable, and people have always been willing to. to that's where, sell like, it. that's where I'm also not going to go down that road because, like, if you go down that road again, the only way you're going to end up not being trackable truly is like off the, off grid. the grid, cash only, mm-hmm. and like, pff, heck no. Yeah, I respect like people who do that. But it's too. Late I, I for understand me. it, had, but you're you gonna had, turn into a tinfoil hat, like if you had, you're being, like everything you do is trackable. If you had the right lifestyle to where, like, like I mean, I mean, you, there's people that homestead. Like, if you had the right lifestyle, it'd probably be a lot easier to live off the grid. But and you'd probably get a lot of enjoyment out of it. But like, I will say something that because uh, like my family used to talk about this. It, I don't think it's gonna happen anymore. Like, I want to Facetime my family that lives in Pennsylvania. You know, yeah. So like, it's but uh, my family used to talk about this. It's definitely I don't think it's gonna happen anymore because we just never fell in the right place. But we always talked about like because my whole family lives here, and we always talked about buying like a hundred and fifty or two hundred acres or something. And then splitting it among each of our families so that we each have like 30 or 40 acres, but Mm -hmm. we're all there. Mm -hmm. So like we we were going to build out like a playground in the middle and like we were all pitch in. So like you have your own like own pond, all of this stuff, right? Like that sounded incredible. Like basically you all have enough privacy that when you go home, you don't have to like see everyone, Mm -hmm. but then you just hop on your four wheeler and like you're at like, I was just thinking like imagine growing up with your cousins, like. That'd oh, so I'm gonna much. just hop on my four wheeler and meet my three cousins at the basketball court up top. Mm-hmm. So like fun. that was the dream. I don't think it's gonna happen. But then Why, these, uh, it just never really worked out. Everyone because the the thing we're coming into is none of us could guarantee we were gonna be here the rest of our lives, and it, it gets into like weird line of like, yeah, you buy the land, you subdivide it. I now own this forty acre piece. I build my house. Then thirty years down the road. All Liz and all my kids, or like all my kids, move out, and they are all living in Texas. Right, and mm-hmm. I'm like, Liz and I want to follow our kids and live in Texas. Yeah, now we have to sell our home, but the rest of my family has it, and you have to drive through the property to get to our home. And it's yeah. like, how yeah. do we sell that? Like, you don't right. want you, like no one in my family would want to buy 40 acres in our house because why mm-hmm. the heck would you want that? But then you have to sell it to someone random, and then all right. makes that's where sense. it gets weird. So like we thought through the logistics, and we're like, as fun as that would be, because then also like. My sister and brother-in-law jump back and forth of like, sometimes they want to move to Alaska, sometimes they don't. And it was just a lot of stuff like that to where it's like, there's enough up in the air that's like, ah, as fun as that would be, it's not going to work. But this dude that used to train me in basketball in high school, he has three brothers. I think there's four brothers and a sister. There's five of them total, I think. And they all went, they were from Texas. They all went their different ways. He actually ended up going and playing professional basketball in like Australia, Germany, all this stuff, right? Then he moved back to the U.S. and his dream was always to open a like summer camp. Mm-hmm. So he bought this camp down and it was like really run down. His other brother started flipping homes. So he he used to live here. He was just flipping homes. His other brother was like a marketing guy, I think. And then I don't know what his fourth brother did and then I don't know what his sister did. But he bought bought this camp that had a bunch of land. And then over time, like his brother who lived here was like, hey, I'm like, if you're cool with it, I'd like to just move down there to the camp with you and I'll help you fix it all up. So then his brother moved down and fixed it all up. And his other brother was like, Hey, if you're cool with it, like I'd love to be a camp counselor during the summers and like help you market it. 
And so mm -hmm. he moved down there. And then yeah. his other brother moved down there. So now there's like five families. I think they have like 17 to 20 kids. And they all, like his family, all his siblings, they all live at this camp. That's pretty cool. And so all summer, his kids are just constantly at the camp. And they have like 600 to 1,000 kids come through the camp mm -hmm. every summer. And then during the off season, they all fix it up and just like live at the camp. Where is this camp? Texas. Texas. That's so like, cool. I was like, dang, like that's the dream there. That that's really incredible. Cool. So like there's, uh, and they have mainly boys. And so they, they always joke because they were all super athletic guys. Um, two of them play D1 basketball. And so they, they always were like, we have our starting lineup. Like all the boys are within a few like years of each other. And they like have, <laughs> they have basically athletes. a full team. And so they're just constantly playing basketball down there. That's, like, that's, that's a good time. Yeah. So anyway, do you want to start a foundation combine, man? Yeah, sounds yeah, good, sure. man. We'll just buy 30 acres, 10, 10, 10. Boom. Okay. Home free. That sounds sure. good. <sighs> no one's allowed to move, though. <laughs> <laughs> if one of us is moving, we're all moving. Contract. It's going to be a contract in there. In no, that, was, that was what we had got to. It was like we were talking through it because we found a few pieces of property. To, like my sis, because what the plan was, my brother, my brother-in-law, my sister wanted to farm. Mm -hmm. So the plan was they were going to buy the 150, 200 acres. However, whatever we could find, it was 100 acres was like kind of the minimum. They were going to buy it. And then they were going to farm the land until people were ready. Mm. And then like when Liz and I were ready, we were going to buy like a, uh, you know 10 acre plot or whatever and have it like secluded like we were going to each pick our spots and then my, my parents were going to be the next the first ones to move there after my sister and then like everyone's going to move there and so but so they were like looking for it seriously because my, my brother my sister and brother-in-law were like we want to buy the land and farm now and so they were looking for it seriously so we went and looked at several pieces of property and like we had got down to like talking about the nitty-gritty and we were like all right well like what did this actually look like like how do we prevent the headache of like people buying it was like you know we, had, we were talking about like all right well first rights to the property of like stay within the families like if someone is moving you have the first rights to buy it but i was like but like let's think through this like honestly like if liz and i build a you know small home my parents build a decent home my sister and them build a decent home and like my sister in a move like if you're paying paying fair market value you might be like now it's like a you know they're the ones that own a hundred acres and they have a yeah. decent home on it it might be worth like eight, nine hundred thousand or a million dollars. I'm like, none of us are gonna want to buy that. Right. But then if someone else comes in and buys it, now I have five acres surrounded by 125 acres of someone else's farm. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's just a nightmare. Yeah. And so we kept going through it and everyone was like, Well, we're never moving. I was like, but we can't well, say yeah. that. Because like all it takes is what like all it takes is just one everyone at foundation's like, you know what? It'd be so much better if we were in Dallas. We all agree. And I'm like, and then what am I supposed to do? Like, yeah. I got to go to Dallas. I don't have an mm -hmm. option. Like, I don't want to move, but, like, things could happen to where, like, what happens if Heather gets a much better job offer in Alaska? And Ethan's like, hey, I've always wanted to live in Alaska. And they're like, you know what? Let's do it. It could happen. I'm like, we don't, like, so that's where it ended up. Well, you don't want you don't want to live on a lot of land anyway, you said. I would like to live on a lot of land. I don't want to maintain it. Ten acres yeah. is my max. Yeah. So that was always my plan was be secluded in the middle of his farm with my 10 acre lot. Mm. And I was going to let, I was going to fence in an acre and just let him uh, farm the other nine gotcha. that I just have. It's so like, if I wanted to do stuff, I had it. Mm -hmm. But like he, he, he uh, my brother-in-law was like, Hey, if you let me farm it, even if it's just getting hay off it, he's like, I'll fully maintain it. I'm like, heck yeah, that sounds great to me. Just give That's me an acre play. for my dogs to run. That's the play. Let the dogs run. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that. Yeah, man. I think Liz and I, Liz and I's plan is to milk as much out of our current house as we can. So just park there. We're Makes next sense. year we'll be at five years, which means that it's been it'll be our primary residence for five years. So then we don't have to worry about capital gains if we sell it or anything like that. Mm. Um, we're not looking to move at any time soon, but I think we're gonna try to get a little like two kids in our house, and when the third's on the way, consider it because what we want is buy land, build. And the next home we build is like our home. Just like sit there. Yeah. Raise, Forever. Raise your kids there. Retire yeah. Like there. just build a master bedroom on the main story, build out whatever we want. Like we want to be able to build our home that we're like happy to retire in yeah. after this. And if we have one kid, the home we're in might be the home we retire in. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. We love it. Not a thing wrong with it. It's a nice house. But that's the goal. We'll see what happens. The biggest thing I'm going to have to convince Liz on is I don't want to sell our house. I want to keep our house and rent it. Oh, and rent mm, it. Yeah. 
Own that property, baby. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm gonna be able to convince her. Own that prop because our our houses went up in value. Obviously, everyone's has, but uh, for now, <laughs> yeah, for now, I'm sure when it crashes. But I mean, the big thing was at this point, our tax assessment is like higher than we paid for it. I think. Yeah, it's been, you know, real estate's been crazy, but I think what'll end up happening is we'll sell our house in the future, build our house, and then I'll probably try to buy a house or two closer to one of the campuses. And mm-hmm. rent those to college kids. Yeah, well, the, ho- the housing market's actually cheaper in a lot of those areas. Yeah, well, not well, Lynchburg College. It definitely is, but if you go towards Liberty, the back like Candler's Mountain mm-hmm. strips. Yeah, and you can just rent that. It's like guaranteed rent. Yupper. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Real That's st- the goal. Real estate. We'll see. I don't know how long this episode's been. An hour and five minutes. Long enough then. All right, what noise are you making? Um. <laughs> Give us a C chord. Uh, this can't be a chord, dude. No, I'm just hitting a C note. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I'll go C chord. <laughs> Was that the same? Just because you G? add a at the beginning of it I doesn't never, make it a chord. Yeah, I don't. Oh uh, like. well, the closest thing would actually be arpeggio. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, there you go. Nice. <laughs> That's a C, baby. Your turn, Connor. Do a C chord. C chord, baby. Hit a G string. <laughs> Ring. Hit an arpeggio. No, man. Dude, it's not really my thing. 